season two, baby. Here we go. We're not ready. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. It's season two, baby. We are back. We miss you guys so much. I know. I'm really excited to be back today dressed as a vampire. Yeah, Haley's dressed as a vampire. She didn't mean it, but then there was thunder in the background. There was a lot happening. It was really good. It's all, it's all fun. I know. It's all good times. I love it. I'm so glad that we're back here. We have so much to say this year. More to say? I can't believe that we've been doing this for a year, Haley. I know. Can you believe it? It really feels wild. I know. Next week is actually our one year anniversary with the pod. We released our first episode on January 25th, 2022. And we're so excited to be back for more. No, I just like, I can't believe that like it has gone this far. I know we've both talked about it before that it feels like that it felt like only like our moms were going to listen to it. So the fact that we've gained so many listeners over the last year who want to hear us talk all things Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. um, it's just so much fun. I know. For those of you who are not on Patreon with us, we both had a really great holiday season. We've talked about it a bunch um, on our episodes that have been yeah. released in these last few weeks during our holiday break. But uh, we both yeah. had a great holiday. We both had a great New Year. Did you pick a word yet? I did not pick a word yet. You know what okay. I'm thinking? Here are my thoughts for my New Year word words. Right. I feel like we should specify that on Patreon we've been discussing that mm-hmm. Tara doesn't do resolutions. She does a word. Yeah. A lot of people do. Yes. And we've been trying to find her word. And last year was the year of surrender. I kind of think that this year is the year of no expectations because I genuinely cannot come up with a word. And I think that that's yeah. the theme is that I don't no, know what I great. want this year to be because let I... Let it unfold. Yeah, like let it unfold the way it's supposed to, which is kind of what I was doing last year with the year of surrender. But the year of surrender was more about me relinquishing control because right. like I have a tendency to like really hold on tight to things and be like, it has to be like this. And it doesn't. We can really just, you know, let things go and be easy about it. Yeah, which is a lot like my motto that I have established for the year, which is nothing is forever, you silly bitch. Yes, which I love. (laughs) I love that so much. When you posted that on your Instagram story, I was like, hell yes. It's really working for me because like admittedly, like the January uh, seasonal depression has like settled upon Mm -hmm. me. But like nothing is forever, you silly bitch has been like the best like way to get through it because it's like no feeling is forever. No decision is forever. Unless it's like, you know, murder, (laughs) murder. Immediately. My my thought immediately went to vampires. <laughs> I don't think you could come back from being a vampire. I don't think so. Bella Swan says no. I I know. I think that that was like a one and done for her. But um, for everyone else, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, you can change your mind at any point in time and act upon that. And I, I really like that. Yeah. And, you know, being back here and chatting with you and like getting like some answers from our listeners about what we're talking about today I know. like really just sent me like through the roof also re-listening I hadn't listened to Logan and Mitchum yell at each other in a second <laughs> so getting back into that was that was really great so I'm really excited to to get into this today with you yeah me too we actually have been reminiscing on this last year as we look ahead to the new one we asked our listeners on Instagram what their favorite moments from last year were things they disagree with us on um, some of their favorite quotes so that's what we're here to talk about today we're here to really celebrate this first year of Gilmore to say and talk about the year to come and I know we have a lot of new listeners as well as like a lot of listeners who have listened every single episode week to week. So I feel mm-hmm. like this is kind of like a good reintroduction to what we're talking about, how we feel about things, and if we still feel the same. Because something that we've like learned on Patreon recently is that like we're not necessarily changing our minds about like the big things, but there are a lot of things that like we are looking at so 
intensely and like so like under such like a microscope about that like we're kind of changing our opinions that we've had for a long time and I think that that's kind of what we're talking about today is to figure out like if anything over the last year has changed because at the down patreon surprise surprise Tara was in heavy defense of Dean Forrester I don't like that I don't like that that's the way it's being I didn't like it either I was shocked. No, okay, look, I haven't been like a Dean defender. I'm certainly not a Dean apologist by any stretch of the imagination. But but you were a Dean defender. No, I more so was trying to look you at were. it from all angles. We were talking about yeah. There's the Rub. That was the episode and that we got to. And it was in There's to. the Rub nonetheless. Look, I was all I said was, in There's the Rub, if I were Dean and I, first of all, I wouldn't have crossed the line of showing up at my girlfriend's house when she said not to. You know, when she clearly said, I want a night to myself. But if I did, and if I saw Jess being pushed out the door after she said Paris is here, I would be like, it would be like a punch to the stomach. It looks really bad. It looks really bad. But I think that that's why I was like so shocked because I was like fully ready for us to like in one of your favorite episodes of all time, there's the rub to roasting. But here we were like being sympathetic to Dean's side of this against Jess in your favorite episode. And I was like, whoa, like plot twist. Yeah. And I also shared (laughs) that like Brett actually, when we watched this episode was like, "Mm, I feel like, you know, Jess kind of crossed a line a little bit, crossed a little bit of a boundary by inviting himself. And that made me look at it in a different light for sure. So, you know, in rewatching this episode and doing a deep dive, but let's not get it twisted here. (laughs) I still wear my anti-Dean queen hat proudly, my friends. But like it it was in that moment that I was like, whoa, we're going to have to dethrone Tara. (laughs) Anti-Dean queen. No way. Never. She's a little bit of a sympathizer I'm literally glued to that throne. Also, (laughs) speaking of... Something that I've been like slowly roasting Haley for is that she is totally Team Jess as we watch season two. Which I mean, how I'm could not you not team be? Jess, but I'm not. I'm not not Team Jess, but I'm definitely not Team Jess. You know, I know. like that kid gets up to some hijinks that just are so cute. Like but the things God, that he, is he does. Fun to look at. Uh, he has the fluffiest hair right now, and he says like the best lines like one of my favorite mm. ones of his is like Ernest has lovely things to say about you in a tisket a tasket oh my god yes <laughs> yes he's and amazing. we watched that one together live because some of the episodes were doing um live watches when we're recording them and Tara saw my like live reaction to him saying that and <laughs> oh it was I'm not so delicious don't start that rumor <laughs> all right I will not start that rumor if you do not start the rumor that I'm a dean apologist and defender Ooh. okay all right, deal. deal. Great. <laughs> We've changed our mind to some degree, but like we might have changed our mind on some of the things that people disagree with us on, which is what we put in our question box on Instagram for people to submit things that they disagreed with us over the last season. Maybe things that they misunderstood from us as well as mm. I was like scrolling through them. Okay. There's a lot of things that people very much disagree with us on that I'm interested to see if we still feel that way after the fact, in season two, as we start season two. Okay, well, let's get into it. Some of them I feel like were directed at us together, of course, because we agree on a lot of things. Some of them were definitely at us separately. Yeah. This one, I felt like it was maybe together, but I, in the same vein of you being the anti-Dean queen, someone wrote in and said, Dean is a prince. I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> like, cue the vomiting. Dean is a prince? No. A prince. Let me tell you what Dean is. Dean is a saint, according to him, and there's the rub season two. 
He says that. Ugh, I don't. Oh, that also makes me. I mom. completely forgot he said that. Um, I'm a saint. To be fair, like I've read enough books to know that the prince is not always the hero. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the prince is. Have evil. you seen Frozen? Right? Hello. Was Hans a prince? I have no idea. I've only seen it once. <laughs> yeah. I should be the one to know that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, that was a movie that was about, like, you know, sometimes the guy that seems like the nice guy is not the nice guy. And that has been yeah. the entire platform that I have stood on. Like, that's the soapbox <laughs> that I am standing on on TikTok and have been I for see two it. years. She's standing on it right now. And that's the reason why I get so hot about it. Up until now, we've said Dean is a good guy. He's the nice guy. He was the safe choice. And I'm like, what are we talking about? And Through to be fair, we liked him in season different. one. We yeah, you me. got cutie vibes from Dean in season one. Yeah. I had my moments where I was like, oh, okay, Dean. He was giving like strong, like YA romance love interest Mm. vibes in season one. Mm -hmm. And I was really into that because I was also in my like YA phase last year when I was watching this. So I did get a lot of kindy vibes. I wouldn't say he's a prince though, but I do appreciate that being your opinion. Oh, sure. Um, We will know sparkly hearted. Yeah. But there is a community of people who revere dean in such a way speaking of royalty (laughs) um someone else said max medina is a king (laughs) okay dean is a prince and And max medina is a king (laughs) to that i would say he can be a king but not of my kingdom yeah i understand no there are a lot of people out there that really like max medina and i have said this before i will say it again just for clarity i understand why people get the ick from max medina and in rewatching this with Brett, he also got the ick from Max Medina. So I was like, okay, like this is kind of a universal thing that yeah. people feel. I, when I initially watched the show, loved Max Medina, just didn't love him for Lorelai. I still kind of stand more on that side. Like I get why people yeah. get the ick from him and I'm like, oh, okay, Max says some things and like does some things and I'm kind of like... I don't agree with that. I don't think they were right together. I thought that they used conflict to stay together. And I felt like that was super unhealthy. And that Max had some super unhealthy emotional tendencies that I don't think I recognized until we talked about it on the podcast. So that's kind of where my opinion. We did it in our uh, Ick Max episode. We like talked a lot about it in season one of Patreon as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of people did write in saying that like they disagreed that Max... (laughs) specifically said Max is icky mm-hmm. um so it's like I feel like that's kind of like on either side but I remember ending that episode and feeling like a wind could carry me on either side of it I know like that like he was great I wouldn't call him a king no Max Medina is like not I would you know that's not really where I hold a king um the king of my heart not exactly uh, Max Medina but like the king of your heart is holding an ace of hearts card <laughs> you know that's not entirely wrong. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, so I still kind of feel the same about that one. Okay. Um, someone else wrote, this one I'm not really entirely sure on okay. um, what they meant, because of course it was like, what did you disagree with us on? And they wrote Lane and Zach's storyline. Mm. I imagine it's because they like it. There um, were they some didn't people really... in these responses that said that they liked that Lane ended up with Zach. Someone said that they hated Dave and Lane. I'm glad I didn't see that one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> block. No. <laughs> you hate Dave and Lane? Yeah. Like, it, it's not a matter of, like, you didn't really think they should end up together, but, like, you hated Dave Rogalski with Lane? 
Like, that's not, like, your ideal person mm-hmm. who's, like, going to save the $20 that he got on Thanksgiving to take you on your first date, even though he spent the whole day playing. I know. I don't, I don't personally understand it. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> he ran two miles in 15 minutes just to say hi to you. Mm-hmm. He read the Bible cover to cover. And one night just to take you on a date to go to prom. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to leave the evidence there. Some of us just don't like to be happy. Like, that's the one thing I can't get on board. Mm. I need, I would need them to sit in front of me. I think that that might be what we need this season is to find someone who is anti-Dave. Actually, I don't know if I want to find them. I was going to say, if we find them, what do we do next? (laughs) What would we do with them? I wouldn't want them in this house. Yeah, I think maybe like a Gilmore to consider of people who don't like Dave mm. would be amazing. So Great like, idea. if you don't like Dave, call into our number, um, call into our voicemail, and I would think I would love to hear from you. Actually, I don't think I would like to, but I want to know your She's thoughts. She's curious <laughs> about hearing from you. I don't think she'll I, love yeah. it, but... <laughs> Actually, I think it'd be really interesting just to hear what you have to say. Um, I just want you to identify yourself. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Haley's just portraying a vampire today. <laughs> but no fear. I feel like we'll have to like post a picture of this situation just so people understand the full vampire oh, effect. You did just mention my, the, you know, the king of my heart, Mr. Logan Huntsberger. Someone did. did say that next to... TJ is next to Logan as their least favorite character. I saw that. Wow. I'm curious why. And also Logan and TJ, two very different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I loved those like two like standing next together at like the end of their line of favorite characters. <laughs> like, you know, just like chilling back there. Yeah. Because I love TJ. That I hasn't changed. TJ. Like, I've always loved TJ. But we're I talking think about two just, completely like, a... different characters. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand the comparison, but maybe it's just like to like. It might not be a comparison, just like these are my two least favorite characters. Yes. To hone in that like two characters that I really, really love are just like at the end of their line. Mm. Um, I think from that person, I'm not, I didn't write down the person who wrote this in, but I imagine whoever's listening know that they said that. Um, I would like to hear who your favorite characters are. Mm. I think that like if you could like identify yourself on the voicemail and say that you said that. Yeah. But I would like to know who your favorite characters are and, like, against that. I imagine that you really love Jess mm. um, if you hate Logan. People who adamantly hate Logan that much are, are usually Jess fans. Yeah, that's, Jess. that's yeah. true. That's valid. Yeah. But no, that hasn't changed for me. I can't. Like, even if I went through this whole rewatch and was, like, came through and I was like, I'm Team Jess, I still would not be Team Jess. I would still be Team Logan. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's my homeland. Interestingly, <laughs> one of the comments that we got in our little question box here was somebody saying that they disagree with Tara not being team Logan. Oh, me too. like, (laughs) well, that sucks, but I'm never going to be team Logan. Like it's one of those things where I have openly admitted, as you know, as our listeners probably know that I do think Logan was the best boyfriend. She did say it for Rory. Jess wasn't a good boyfriend and you know how I feel about Dean. Mm-hmm. So Logan was the best boyfriend to Rory, in my opinion. I feel like he was the best partner for what she needed at that time in her life. And I know there are people yeah. who disagree with me on that. However, despite totally. the fact that like I like Logan, I would totally like 
be all over Logan. Like if I was in college and like saw this beautiful man, like he's a gorgeous man. He's smart. He's funny. You're intrigued by him. He's intrigued by you. Yes. Witty. Like, are you kidding me? Sees me smell a book and is like, did you smell that book? Like he's great. He's very fascinating. He's very fun. Um, but I'm still a team Jess girly at heart. Like I can acknowledge in the same way that you have been really excited about watching Jess's story unfold. Yeah, like, I can be really excited about Logan and his interactions with Rory. I'm and excited still be to get to season Jessica five Lee. on Patreon. I know, <laughs> just to see how that happens. Um, to be fair, I do agree with them. I do disagree with you that you're not Team Logan. Um, but that's you know that's just where we live. Then a sparkly heart land between the two of us was invented for Honestly, moments such as for this. this. Exactly. Yeah. To that effect, though, someone said that. They are not an early Jess fan. They hate how Rory has to convince him to do everything. Um, And I, as I'm finding as like in the early Jess, I don't know if maybe they mean early Jess and Rory together. Um, I actually really like early Jess Mm. as we're finding. I think it's I stop liking him once they get together. Yeah. Which I'm interested to find. I understand that. These early days of her convincing him to be a better person, namely to Luke, I really love. Like, that for some reason that this girl, clearly it's because he loves her, um, he's just, like, so taken with her and kind of wants to impress her by being a better person to his uncle. Yeah. Like, I kind of love that. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that I can really understand people who, like, love Jess in season two. I mean, that's where I fell in love with Jess. And then when they get together in season three, they're let down. And I absolutely feel that way, too. I felt let down even at the age of 12, and I still feel let down. Because he says (laughs) it verbally. He goes, I know, my 12-year-old heart. Um, But he says it verbally to her, like, when she wants him to go to the Winter Carnival and that'll do pig. He's like, I went to those town events because I wanted you. I now have you. I don't have to do those things. But here's what I'll say. Okay, Dean energy. Is that I feel like people juxtapose this against Dean who always did what Rory wanted to do. Like without question, he was such a doting boyfriend. And I'm like, in our rewatch and rewatching season one and season two, I already knew this, but like, I will reiterate that is not true. It was always negotiated. He had to be convinced. And it was always that they had to barter. Like, I will do this for you if you come to this thing. Yeah, don't even get me started. So I feel like, like, even down to there's the rub, which we just covered recently on Patreon. Like, even before he came over and saw Jess was there that night, her wanting a night to herself entailed that she had to spend the entire day with him the next day. She had to barter with him and say, the whole day is about you. Nothing but you tomorrow. Because I want a night to myself. So I'm sorry for people out there that are like, Dean was a doting boyfriend and he always did what she wanted to do without like complaining about it. And with Jess, she had to convince him. It's like, at least Jess was honest. Like, at least Jess was like, I don't want to do that. Instead of being like, fine, I'll do it. But only if you do this. And I know people love to bring up Swan Song in that moment because in order to get him to go to dinner with Emily, she has to give him a book. And he's like, we're five bucks away from a deal and like so I get it that they get that air of you know bartering in their relationship right but I don't think it was as strong as what Dean offered no her. because it's like with everything Dean did like even when she asked him to go to the dance with her um like when he was still kind of like trying to like win her affection they hadn't even like named themselves boyfriend and girlfriend yet at that point I don't think yeah even there yeah yeah <laughs> 
this episode is brought to you by us hating Dean. Oh, yeah. Um, Still on brand, guys. <laughs> same energy from 2022. <laughs> I will say that someone else wrote in in this same kind of vein. And I'm not entirely sure uh, the context, but I can guess was that Rory... Um, sorry, phrasing these is kind of hard sometimes because of the way that they phrase them, because of the way that we asked the question, question, which was, what do you disagree with us on? Mm. Which was Rory cheating on Dean. She 1000% did. Mm-hmm. I saw that one too. Here's the thing. Rory cheated on Dean when she kissed Jess at Suki's wedding. Yeah. No one denies that. I think that people's definition of cheating up until that point is kind of subjective. Yeah. Because you can argue that she was maybe um, dishonest. From that, like, that first phone call that she made in a Tisket a Tasket. Yeah. You can argue that she was either dis, you know, disloyal, dishonest about her feelings, but I would, I would not say that she cheated until she kissed him. I would say she started to cross the line in Teach Me Tonight. Yeah, I think so too. What do you think of her going to New York? Also where she crossed the line. Yeah, state lines. Because these are, <laughs> literally, um, because these are things that could be friendship. They had the air of something more to them. Yeah. But she did not physically cheat on Dean until she kissed Jess. Was there emotional? I would say emotionally, I didn't really get like a vibe vibe until Teach Me Tonight, until yeah. Turn Right. Oh my God. What a scene. I can't wait to get in there. We're homes. almost there on Patreon. We're almost there. I can't wait. Yeah. I think that there's, a, I think it's also hard in some of those instances because I want to look at it within the narrative of like, here are these teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, that like, it's kind of like harder to like define the lines of like where things are at that age I feel like but like she definitely cheated on him when she kissed him yes and then I would even say so much as like she was kind of like not betraying him but by going to New York there was this level of like come on Rory like don't be like when she comes back and Lorelai is like you like him Mm -hmm. and then the fact that it went on for so long after that until they shoot Gilmore's like that's kind of muddled yeah but it was like very clear that she like really treated him kind of terribly up until that point. Like it was like um they were kind of angry with each other in the beginning of season three. So like it really is only season two that I really look to in yeah. that regard. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so like we actually agree with you. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever denied that Rory cheated on Dean. Maybe people have denied that the events leading up to the kiss were cheating. But again, I yeah. think that that's all super subjective. Oh, for sure. I have been a Book of the Month member since 2019. Getting their signature bright blue box delivered to my door has been the most fun part of my month for years. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. Their editorial team reads hundreds of new titles, making it so easy to pick your next read. I only have to browse their highly anticipated selections to find my next favorite book. What did you end up picking for May? I picked a book I know is going to be the perfect beach, lake, park, back porch, basically outdoor sunny anywhere read. And that is The Paradise Problem. Oh my God, I loved that one. I know you love Christina Lauren, but this is actually my first time reading a book by them. The Paradise Problem is a bit like if Succession was a rom-com taking place during a wedding week on a tropical island. That is actually the perfect description for that book. 
Fans of our show will love it for the complex family relationships and the banter between these two as they fall in love. I cannot wait to take it to the park to read. What did you pick? Speaking of complex family relationships, I picked Real Americans by Rachel Kong. This book takes a deep dive into the Chen family via a nonlinear storyline as Lily falls in and out of love, and 15 years later, her son Nick starts wondering who his biological father is. I love that we never stray too far from a good story of family drama, but all the books from Book of the Month are good, so you can't go wrong. You also can't go wrong with the price. New release hardcovers can be so expensive, but go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PASTEL to get your first book for just $5 this month only. That's code P-A-S-T-E-L at bookofthemonth.com to get your first book for $5 with free shipping always. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Okay, I have two that are kind of like they're a little bit tied together. Um, one of which someone hates partings. They think it's a terrible episode. To which I say, like, I just know Sparkly Heart that. That's just that's the best the the best episode. Yeah. Like I there's I can't change my mind. I won't change my mind. That's yeah. just that. I know you feel differently. So like um, I know that it's I not your think favorite. Partings is a fantastically constructed episode. And I recognize why you love it so much. It's just not like a comfy episode for me. And to that, wrong opinion. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's so good. I love it so much. Um, Someone said that they don't think that Lorelai and Luke are good together. Yeah. And they specifically said early seasons, Luke, yes. Yes. Later Later seasons, seasons, no. no. But we do agree on that. Uh, Yeah. That's why I wanted to clarify that because I feel like as we're making our way through Patreon, one of the reasons that I love Luke so much is because, like, I'm, like, almost, like, aching for that in the later seasons. Because, like, of course, like, I love 5, 6, and... I was to say 7. <laughs> um, I, I say, love season 5 and 6. <laughs> I like season 7 more than I like season 1. Because a lot of people said that was something they disagreed with us on with season 7, which, like... Yeah, if you like season 7, okay. It's not, it's not like... An Amy Sherman Palladino, Tara's little smile there. It's not an Amy Sherman Palladino season, and it's just constructed differently. And the care with which they, like the team, then took to the show. Even Valerie talked about that in her episode. Yeah, it just became like a project, a show. It didn't become anything that which, but they were caring, like a genuine care towards what they were making. It felt like yeah. So like I think that like I like watching flirty soupy Logan. Like I like it, but it's is it good. Maybe not. Some not other as good show. as the other seasons. Yeah. yeah because we can tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And also so there's just a lot of heart. like sad vibes surrounding that season, knowing what transpired behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. But if you like it, no problem. Good for you. But to that effect, like I like later seasons. And so like it makes me not like Luke because season five and six Luke is not really the strong Luke that we have in the beginning. So it's like, it makes me so sad watching it in Patreon because I'm like, oh, like this like slow burn romance that it seemed like that we were going to get this friends to lovers. And like we said it before, like 
it always is the case that like the slow burn until like the kiss in season four that's like, it's always, always more the best exciting part. of course it's what we were just talking about about yeah. Jess and Rory and how in season two we were just like oh yes do it and then when they yeah. were actually together in season three it wasn't as satisfying right yeah I I've heard a lot of people say that like once they were like in the revival that they like don't think that they actually would have worked out mm-hmm. um which i agree so like i actually agree with this person as saying too. i don't think they were good together they could have been but like where luke goes in season five and six mm. i just don't think it's right so that's why that's why i'm like so team luke in this like these early season rewatches yeah just because it feels like he, like every well, time he shows up for, for her yeah like I don't remember what episode it was, but when she walked in and she was sad and he was like, you want to play bagel hockey? Even though at the beginning oh. of the episode, he didn't want them to play bagel it hockey. It should have been Lorelai, yeah. Just because he she was sad. I know. Like, and then in Jet Uncles and Vegetables, which we also are about to cover on Patreon, like, she got the reenactors to come for him. Like, uh, such good moments between the two of them. As friends, but yes, yeah. as, like, the foundation for being lovers, and that's what we wanted. The foundation, yeah. yeah. And then they just, like, take it and tear it apart and destroy it. A la partings, yeah, which I love, but like I think that that's the thing is like I've never really been Team Luke and Lorelai because of my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. I get it, but on that note, even though a lot of our opinions haven't changed, I'm really grateful that we have besties that write into us and tell us their opinions and what they agree with I us know. on, what they don't agree with us on, and we also asked them to share with us some of their favorite moments from this last year, which I oh am so excited to reminisce on because we just had so much fun. I know. Admittedly, I was really afraid to hear what people disagreed with us on, but I was like, oh, okay, we're all living in this like no sparkly heart land, yeah. but like to then have some of the same people write in like with their favorite moments, I'm like, but we're also having a good time. We're I know. We're all having so much fun. I love it. I personally, like, I still love when we recorded a Gilmore Galentine. Oh, I know. Because it was, like, so early in us doing this. Mm-hmm. And we ended up recording for, like, over three hours. Three and a half hours. We were in our jammies. We were, like, I think we were drinking. Yeah. We were sort of a little <laughs> a little tipsy. We were a little tipsy. <laughs> So, like, by the end of the episode, there was a lot that we had to cut out. Oh, my God. Not scandalously, but I was like, girls, stop. Yeah. It was so good. But it was so much fun. And we have something very exciting planned for this year's Gilmore Galentine because we had so much fun yeah. last year. Oh, yeah, we can't wait to tell you guys, guys about can it. you can be a part of as well. Oh, I'm so excited. And, but, like, some of my, like, most favorite moments are always when... I misspeak or when you misremember or like something happens in that regard and like I will like never I'm sorry there is a raging thunderstorm outside (laughs) wow this has gotten like spooky scary um the wind is so horrible on that note one of your favorite things that you've ever said to me that you've ever sung to me because I love when you sing to me but I love when you go spooky scary skeletons (laughs) (laughs) it was so good and, like, I do forget half of the things I say, but, like, sometimes I can only hear things in your voice. Like, um, when you do your Richard impression of Rory. Rory wonderful you're top, news. You're in the top 3% of your class. <laughs> I, like, don't hear that in Edward Herman's voice anymore. Oh, um, God. But most Thank notably God. for me was when I was trying to remember Asher Fleming's name on our fantasy boyfriend draft episode um and you go who's archibald like sometimes that just like plays on a loop in my head you shared that with me the other day i was like i genuinely was like who is archibald who is he but i remember that you were like oh this guy what's his name yeah i was like atticus Atticus, archibald like asher fleming (laughs) 
Who's Archibald? That, like, still to this day, because I wrote, like, some of my, like, favorite moments from the pod um, in an Instagram post Mm. at the end of the year, and, like, that is always one of them, which is just, like... It's always us just like cracking up laughing. Just just giggling. (laughs) Just being silly gooses. I love it. One of my favorite, like off the top of my head before I looked at uh, our besties responses was I was trying to like think about my own and like when I think of the podcast and I think of my favorite moments, what do I think of? And a lot of it actually comes from Gilmore to Consider episodes because I love hearing from our besties and hearing their opinions, but also them asking us to like play certain games or like play out certain scenarios and I don't think this came from one of our Gilmore to consider besties calling in I think this came from you but when I had to do the fantasy bachelorette that was one of my favorite no, I think things it did. did it come from one of our listeners it, it was it was a call that someone because I really loved that call because it was like how far I think would the boys make it yes, in a bachelorette totally and we kind of right. like we took the rules and changed it a little bit and then they asked me about Emily Henry novels yes um, which I was like how perfect oh um, I forgot but yeah that's how it was it, it was kind of a joint effort between the bestie that called in and us kind yeah. of doing it that but was like so oh, much fun so I loved it because I love coming up with things on the fly like like fantasy yeah. leagues like that or like fan fiction and when we when we talk about fan fiction things I I love it I loved our <laughs> fan fiction Halloween episode I know me too this is how I think about the show anyway so just finally like sharing it with someone like all of like the yeah <laughs> wild ideas I have about things I know I love it I loved when we talked about fashion and food like kind of those overarching yeah. like themes on the show that like you know we talk around but don't necessarily zero in on someone did say that they disagreed about the fashion oh someone said they thought that Lorelai Lorelai had a lot of really awful looks outfits, which Listen, if you listen to sometimes. us on Patreon, sometimes I'm like, what were they thinking? What in the Hillary no Duff is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And to that end, I also love when we rank things. Yeah. I like that because it's always a surprise. I like, know. Because we never tell each other beforehand um, because something that someone commented as one of their favorite moments was when Tara said as she said in this episode earlier, that Logan was the best boyfriend when we were rankings. I think that was in rankings part two. But when you said that, I was like, oh, like I was shocked. Look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I have always said this, even before you and I decided to do this podcast and like really air our feelings out on TikTok. I have a TikTok from almost two years ago where I was like, all right, team Jess, we need to stop saying Jess was a good boyfriend. You're embarrassing us. Like, you can still like him. Admit that he wasn't a good boyfriend. That's okay. You can still love him. You can still be on Team Jess and acknowledge his shortcomings. Yeah. I also think that you can still think he's a good boyfriend. You can live in your fantasy world. I live in my fantasy world in regards to a lot of things. But, like, at the end of the day... Well, I think if you think that he was a good boyfriend, I encourage you to up your standards. (laughs) That's it. Like, I used to think that that was the way that you should be treated by someone who was aloof and, like, mysterious and someone who only liked you. Like, sometimes they wouldn't know how to show up and I would cut people a lot of slack in that regard. I just encourage you to to update your standards. That's it. I will say that is, like, my favorite trope in, like, every single romance that I read when he hates the world and hates everyone but her. Mm. That does it for me every single time. So, like, I know it does. I get it. I get why that works for um, <laughs> for Team Jess. Like, it's not, I'm not blind to it. I understand it. Mm, yeah. But to that end, let's look at what our what our listeners said that they really yes. liked. Are there any faves that stuck out to you? I just love that, like, the, I guess, 
off-the-cuff things that we have said that have worked their way into the vocabulary of our besties. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. you know, no sparkly heart, silly goose time. What are the other ones? No sparkly heart, silly goose time, Dean sucks. I mean, like, that's a pretty universal one. Yeah, that's a Jess almost, though. Dean is an idiot. Dean is an idiot. (laughs) Um, but someone wrote in about something that you said that I completely forgot about. It was the first response we got on this ask on this question box on Instagram. And they said, wet cement smoothie for lunch, dead by dinner. (laughs) I had forgot about that. (laughs) I had to say that in regards to, I think it was something that was really cute. Like, I think it was like. I, it had to have been, like, I don't know, like, Luke doing something really nice for Lorelai. Like, maybe the ice skating rink or something. Mm. It's just one of those things that just, like, set me on fire instead. Yeah. <laughs> Let me walk out into traffic. Yeah. It just was a quote that I completely forgot about. I yeah, also think too. that our besties, a lot of them wrote in that they love when you forget to say hi, Tara, and instead say <laughs> hi, Haley. Do you love that? Do you like that the captain of this ship is uh, not all here? <laughs> Uh, I am your pilot and uh, this is not going so well right at the beginning (laughs) like imagine if you got on an airplane and the pilot was like oh this is the first time doing this (laughs) or just said hi welcome to American Airlines I'm American Airlines (laughs) you know like that that's kind of the vibe it feels yeah Yeah, Um, but I'm glad that people um, you know they love it (laughs) there was one that someone wrote in on our Patreon that Like, I think that it's part of this is because we record three episodes a week. We have Gilmore to Say, Gilmore to Consider, and Gilmore Revisited on Patreon. So, like, half the things I, like, kind of forget that people can hear me sometimes and then, like, repeat it back to me, which was um, about the Hee Haw Man in Cinnamon's Wake. Uh, (laughs) Every day is heyday for the Hee Haw Man. I don't remember saying that, but, like, it's so true. (laughs) Yoo-hoo, Hee Haw Man. I love, love that quote so much. Another thing that people love is how much you love when Rory breaks her arm. I love when Rory breaks her arm. I love when Rory breaks her arm. It's uh, we're get we're so close to that on Patreon. We're in a couple weeks. We're gonna get there. Yes. Um, we'll be wrapping up season two at the end of February, so we're very close to that. And Haley has just she just gets giddier and giddier as we get closer. <laughs> It's gorgeous. It's just, there's just something about an injury in a TV show that like gets me. Yeah, when Logan falls Especially off a cliff, like, we're also going to feel this way. <laughs> and by we, I mean Haley. I swear, like that episode is going to send me. But like, that's just like, you know, I read a lot of romance novels and there's just something about like the protagonist getting hurt especially being with the love interest and then like the whole like plot line of Jess like being on the bridge mm. and Lo- not Logan I almost just said Logan Luke coming to him could you imagine Logan coming to him Luke <laughs> coming to him and she's he was like I made sure she was okay, okay. And I was like it's so oh, good no I love it so much that's one of my favorite storylines yeah fully and I, I'm glad that people appreciate my appreciation for Rory's injury <laughs> Do we want to talk about our absolute favorite one? What is our absolute favorite one? The one that put us in stitches. What was that? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, tell me. Someone wrote in and said... <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I I understand what they meant. But what they said, like, no, truly no offense to this person who wrote this in, but, like, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it just took me down because it was like the the favorite moments was that what they were writing into and like 
just the way that this was worded really killed me. It was the episode where no one talked and Tara just talked about meeting Amy. <laughs> I sent it to Tara and I was like, am I no one? <laughs> and I was like, was it because I didn't talk? <laughs> was that was enjoyable about it? Oh, um, that really took us down. Or was, really or was it just a reference to you meeting Amy Sherman no, Paladino, I think, which is what I think it was. I think that's exactly what it was. But the way it was phrased was so gorgeous. We were laughing no one so talked. hard and I was at like, this response. I'm because no <laughs> um, another one, speaking of that, that uh, people said that they enjoyed, and this, this one really got me, was, I know it's cruel, but Tara's haircut. And thank you. <gasps> I appreciate it. Are you going to post a picture of it? Well, it's your haircut is cute now. now. Yeah, it's still like we're still getting like some Clara vibes. No lie, I strained it the other day and I liked it, but I was like, it like made me mad all over again because I was like, what mm. were you thinking, lady? Like, I who, I who just gave want everyone to see what it looked like initially. So have have we recovered yet? No, not yet. We're not there yet. Okay, but I'll let you maybe know a couple we weeks. Are. Yeah, maybe in a okay. couple weeks. Maybe in a couple years. Yeah. Who's to say? <laughs> Oh, in a couple of years, we'll put it on our Instagram story and all of you will know, if you know, you know, yeah. you'll know why it's there. <laughs> One other saga that it seemed like people liked that I had completely forgotten about, but that was why I loved this so much. Like I loved kind of like getting review of what happened last season via these favorite moments yeah. was um, the saga of Papa Pia. <laughs> Papa Pia. I forgot yeah. about Papa Pia. I completely forgot about Papa, Papa Pia. Pia. Yeah. I guess people loved it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the last things I'll share about what our listeners really loved about our first season on the pod is uh, our first episode. Yeah. People really love to listen to that first episode, which I like. I always kind of forget about because it feels so far away at this point. I mean, we recorded yeah. it over a year ago. I know. And, and I, I, I edited it. Like I spent so long because I was so I nervous about well, it. Yeah, and it we, like, we had never done this before. So we felt so yeah. like kind of fish out of water, you know? Yeah. Lorelai out of water, girlies out of water. Girlies out of water. But I, I like agree. I really, I really loved it. And I think it was because I listened to it so many times and you were finally like, no, we're going to post it. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah. And then it, it did this whole, it birthed this whole thing. I know, which is so cool. And it's still our top listened to episode. I know. And what I love about it is that it kind of prompted us to have this pretty much fluid outline for the way that we did episodes throughout our entire first season, which is that we would use one episode to segue into another topic. Um, and I thought that was so cool. I mean, I know we didn't always do it every single week, but we did it most weeks. And it was very yeah. cool to see how like one theme just kind of connects into the next. And so we also asked our listeners what they're looking forward to most this year on the pod. Yeah. What I'm most excited about, honestly, is the point in time when we can cohesively put together an episode about Logan Hunts. I was just about to say, like, the one of the very first ones was more Logan. Because hilariously and ironically, even though we talk about the boyfriends a lot, we have not we really had... a lot. Yeah, but we haven't had a Logan Huntsberger episode. I know. And in that vein, I also want to make a case for Jess Mariano. Like, I know that we do talk about the boyfriends a lot, and we mm. do have a lot of topics that are not Roy's boyfriends related. But I feel like doing, like, a deep dive into Jess mm. um, because we know how much I love to talk about his tragic backstory mm -hmm. um, and like d diving more into that but I I think I'm just like I still have not like figured out how to like have a whole episode about Logan because he's just like such a comfort character mm -hmm. and so then to like sit between us and um, rip him apart 
I'm a little nervous. I know. I know. Well, we talked about him a lot with Clara, and that was interesting because you guys had yeah. very strong, solid, like grounded feelings about him. Of adoration. Yes. 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 And that but was something I, that I someone wrote it. in about disagreeing with us on or us as a as a podcast about Logan lacking flaws. And I will never forget the day that I made you share with me what his flaws were. So uh, to that point, Logan does have flaws, mm. you know? Yeah. I don't think he's perfect. Good. Nobody is. Good. Nobody's perfect. I yeah. gotta work it. Exactly. Again. You know? Yeah. Um, but, Someone wrote so, Logan episode, Logan episode, Logan episode. So we're definitely going to talk about well, him. I we're promise. We're definitely going to talk about him. A lot of people want to hear us talk about more fan fiction on this show. Oh, and yeah. I have been saying for a long time about doing like fan fiction writer's room episodes on this podcast that I think yeah. y'all would really love because to that end people want to hear us talk about Emily and Richard a lot more the and prequel. I would yeah. be obsessed to write a prequel about them yeah I think more like episodes like the Halloween episode where we sort of fill in the blanks with what could have happened in mm-hmm. these like episodes where they like leave it kind of unanswered to what would have happened in town on that day yeah because... these like standalone episodes for yeah. sure I also know that there will be an episode, an upcoming episode about Kirk. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of divisiveness about Kirk that I didn't recognize. I know. That like know. a lot of people really love him and a lot of people do not. Yeah. So I'd be interested to dive into that. And that was something people wrote in about a lot was like single character analysis episodes because we did a lot about Paris and Lane and then connected their friendships with Rory. Um, a lot of people want to hear us talk about Suki and Michelle, like other oh, characters totally. in this series. You know who keeps wanting us to talk about Suki is my mother. <gasps> yeah. She has a direct access to the creative source here and every time I she's love. like, why don't you talk about Suki more? You know, uh, Brett's mom, Nancy, wants to hear us talk about Michelle. Really? Yeah. So oh your mom God. and Brett's mom should get together and open an inn. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. We'll, we'll dedicate that episode to the two of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of like single character analysis episodes are definitely in store for season two. We still have to really talk about Lorelai's boyfriends in a more in-depth oh, analysis because we talk about Rory's boyfriends a lot yeah, more. That was um, something that a lot of people talked about disagreeing on our opinion on Jason. And I was like, I actually don't think we've talked about Jason we that much. Really we really talked about Jason. That, like, we touched on I him. Like him. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we were, I think we were wanting to get through Max a little bit more before we hit Jason. Yeah. Um, not hit him. Poor man. I don't want to hit Jason. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to deep dive into Jason, whether or not we feel like he was a good match for her. Mm. Spoiler alert. I think we have said many times that we think that Jason and Lorelai were good for each other. Yeah. Um, but we'll dive deeper into that because I know that a lot of for people sure. disagreed with us saying they liked him. And I'm like, no, no, no. We never we said like we didn't too. like him. Yeah. yeah we like him we're too. We're going to get into it. A lot of people to that effect want to hear us talk about like what would have happened if dot 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 so like if mm. Lorelai had chosen Jason over Luke what would have happened and I think that would be a really Ooh. interesting path to go down what would have with happened? a lot of different characters like had Lorelai yeah. married Max what would have happened had what would have happened I know now I'm like tell me well tell now me, we, we have to explore this and I can't wait um yeah. what would have happened if Rory had slept with Jess instead of sleeping with Dean. You know, like there are so many possibilities for us to explore. What if Wait. Dave Rogowski hadn't moved to California? What if Lane had gone we with him? We would have been happy. A lot of us would have been happy. But you know what we I'm saying? Rocked. Like, yeah, there are so many possibilities 
and like storylines that could have gone in a lot of different directions. Yeah. We also have to expand mm. on our food episode because we kind of only talked about comfort food in the yeah. in the food episode near Thanksgiving that we and have so, so much, much more. more to unpack about food on this show. So there's a lot to discuss in season two and we're looking forward to it. Well, to that effect, we do have a lot of guests lined up to talk about some of these topics, yeah. particularly food. We also are trying to get some of the writers on from the show to hopefully come on and talk talk to us about like the writing process which is like what we're so invested in and like Mm -hmm. how the show came to be and what it was like to write this show we also have some content creators we know you guys have been tagging us on tiktok and on instagram don't worry we we see see all of of it trust (laughs) and more specifically we have a duo of content creators who are going to be on our podcast in a couple weeks maya and hunter i'm sure if you have not tagged us in these videos you have seen these videos online on On instagram or on tiktok (laughs) there are a couple and hunter is actually watching Gilmore Girls for the first time with Maya and they're kind of doing their Gilmore Girls reaction videos so we can't wait to have them on the pod to discuss some of the things that their followers want to hear about and just to hear about their experience I know I'm going through that in a very similar way watching this with Brett and knowing the show very well and then having someone who's never watched it before and hearing their hot takes on it we cannot wait so that is what we have in store for season two and as we sort of spoke to before we have a Gilmore Gal Valentine event coming up with more details that we will share on next week's episode that we can I'm so excited to share with you guys we have something really exciting planned that you can be a part of and we can't wait to share the details with you but speaking of next week's episode our first topic to kick off season two is going to be about the one and the only Rory Gilmore a very hot topic and Mm. Very highly requested because a lot of people felt that we didn't dive deep enough into who she was because I know a lot of people really hate her. A lot of people really love her and a lot of people are very mixed. And we'll have more to say on that next episode. Papa Pia, here we go again. Papa Pia. 